0: The following is a Hoop Ball presentation. Good morning and welcome to another episode of Hoop Ball's NBA DFS today. This is your Wednesday, June 16th edition of NBA DFS today and I'm your host Keith Gork for this wonderful two game game five bonanza we've got a couple of really good ones here Uh, it's just gonna be me flying solo but uh, a couple of games shouldn't be too difficult uh two game slate here and uh, uh before we get started though i'd like to go ahead and give a shout out to our guys over at MyBookie. it's simply the best sports book around it has a fully fledged casino platform and any sports that you can any sports bet that you can think of, you can make. Uh, live dealers are also there. So if you sign up and enter the promo code HOOPBALL, that's H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L, HOOPBALL, you can get your first deposit matched halfway up to your first $1,000. So if you put in $1,000, guys, you get an extra 500 uh, I love my bookie. Uh, I use it every day. And, um, you know, finding the odds, I'm especially liking those player props. So uh, if you're uh, one of the wager pass subscribers for HOOPBALL, you uh, know I'm in there. Throwing out these uh, plays left and right, and uh, my bookie's uh, my my go-to for that. So, sign up, use that promo code, and uh, get winning some money, guys. But yeah, we've got a, a two-game slate, and uh, you know it's a, it's been a great playoff so far. Uh, I think it's something like somewhere in the eighty percent. so the the team that wins game five when a series is tied two-two. I've seen eighty-two and I've seen eighty-six, so it's somewhere in that range uh, that uh, that the team goes on to win the entire series. So, uh, it's a big game. For, for all these teams, for all four of these teams, they're going to be playing their hearts out. Uh, I'm look, I'm stoked. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a great day of basketball. I think that's what we're all here for at the end of the day. Uh, we want to win some money. Of course we do, but uh, hopefully you guys are, are as big of Hoops fans as I am. Uh, and if not, hopefully I can help you win, win some money if that's what's important to you. So, But uh, pumped here. Let's uh, let's go ahead and get started. The first game, uh, early game, is Atlanta Hawks at the Philadelphia 76ers. That is a 7.30 Eastern time. Uh, start time and the total that we have for that game is 223.5. And we currently have Sixers at a six and a half point favorite. So, uh, seems a little high. I, you know, big question marks here. Uh, obviously, if Embiid is healthy, that's the biggest thing. Um, he's going to have some treatments in between these games. And uh, he really struggled in that second half of that last game. He was 0 for 12 in the second half of that last game. I like him to really bounce back here. Um, but uh, we'll get into that for, in a minute here. Uh, the Hawks, for the Hawks, I like Trey Young. Oh, sorry, let me go to the uh, injury report. Jumping ahead of myself here. For the Hawks, we have DeAndre Hunter's out. He's going to be out for the rest of the playoffs. Camrash uh, is still out. And Trey Young is listed as probable. I see no way in ever that he's going to sit in this unless something crazy happens. So uh, I would assume Trey Young's in. So they're going to have the same cast as they had last game. Uh, for the 76ers, Joel Embiid is questionable. Uh, I still think he plays. He's questionable with that um, right knee, the, the meniscus tear. Um, definitely think he plays. I mean, he's played through it this whole series so far. I um, think he's definitely more on the probable side of questionable than uh, than than not. So, and of course, Danny Green's out, uh, going to be out for an extended period of time. So we're going to talk about that in a minute also. But let's take a look at this Hawks team. Uh, Hawks team. I mean, you have to look at Tra- first and foremost at Trey Young, ninety uh, nine hundred. Yeah, that's really looking. I mean, we've got you know at least four studs probably five studs on the slate. You can qualify them as studs guys can really go off and beat the top performer on the slate. Um, you know, five guys that are really likely to likely to do that. And you gotta really look at the salaries here. Trey, Young at 99 hundred. Um, you know, I, I don't know. It's a, the salaries what really catches me on him. I, see no problem going to him. Uh, I think that he's probably not going to have as high as ownership as some of the other guys we're going to talk about. But, um, you know, you always have to have Trey Young in your, your pool of players. I mean, he's obviously uh, what makes the Hawks go. He's not exactly 100%. Um, you know, obviously his list is probable he's, he's going to play in this one. But um, he did look a little little bit limited in the last one. So uh, it does scare me off a little bit. Uh, if you want to be a contrarian, I think it's a good play. But uh, probably not going to have a lot of shares of Trey Young. A guy I'm really interested in, though, here on this slate is Clint Capella, 6,700. The thing, the reason I was staying away from Clint Capella earlier in this series was uh, Joel B just has a habit of putting uh, opposing centers in foul trouble, and we saw that he had five fouls in the first two games, but in the last two games, uh, Game Three and Game Four, he's had uh, only three personal fouls. He's been able to stay on the floor, and as a result, he's been putting up pretty pretty good numbers. Um, so I don't mind going to him. He's only $6,700. Uh, you know, I think this is probably the spot where I do take him. I think that's a really, really nice price tag for the guy. Um, I'm trying to pull up his uh, game log here. I apologize while I'm talking. But uh, I think it's a really nice price for the guy. I think you're getting, you're getting a lot of, um, you know, a lot of uh, value with that price point. So um, why is it telling me there's no party, there's no people there? That's silly. That is crazy. Oh, because I'm in something crazy anyways moving on so i do like some Clint capella at 6700 i do also like some john collins at 6000 he's really stepped up uh in the last couple of games he's had uh double digit shot attempts um uh from the field and uh you know he's just he's got the ability let up this guy is a really talented player i think he's he's really undervalued um I don't think I end up with a lot of shares of him. I think I'm going to go to Capella a lot, which means I'm probably not going to land on John Collins quite a lot. Um, But I don't mind keeping him in my player pool just in case I do land on him. Okay, so Capella the last couple of games after he has been skirting that that foul trouble issue, 37 and 33.25 DraftKings points last two. Uh, The first two games, he only put up 28.5 and 20. So it feels like he's really figured out how to play around Joel Embiid. Um, And then if we're going to look at uh, Collins' game log here, uh, he's put up 36 and 30.25 in the last two games. So, you know, I think it just feels like there's more, uh, there's definitely more potential for Capella, especially if he's figuring out how to play around Embiid. Uh, Embiid's a little bit hobbled right now. Uh, We'll talk about that in a minute here. Uh, We'll talk about it now. Uh, Embiid, I'm on him. 10-5. 10-5 for Joel Embiid. Um, It's... The most expensive price on the slate—that's the thing that's going to drive people away. I'm hoping it does drive people away. Here's why I'm on him. The guy responds when he has a bad game, a bad couple of games, uh, 0 for 12 in the second half. He's going to hear all about it. He's going to be, you know, all over the media. Um, he's going to come out looking looking to be aggressive. He had 40, almost 40 points in the first two games uh, as an average. And, uh, you know, they went to double-team him in Game 3. And uh, in this last game, this is really the first bad game he's had in the series. And so I, I really like this as a specs felt for him. Um, you know, ten five, it's the most expensive price on the slate. But of the top guys that are, uh, in, in terms of salary on the slate, uh, he's the one that really has the most potential to, to go for that, you know, 60-70 DK point night. And uh, I think he's going to lay up one here. Um, throughout this series, he had 62 two seven. in the first game, 66.25 in the second game, 58.25 in the third game when they double-teamed him and kind of took the ball out of his hands. uh, They stopped double-teaming in the last game. He only had 49.25, so they didn't really have to go to that double-team method. Um, So I don't know if they're... They're probably going to come out without that double-team. The double-team didn't really work out for him, I guess. Um, You know, they're going to go away from that because he was just killing them, uh, hitting people at eight assists in that that game where they double-teamed him, uh, four assists in the last game. So, uh, yeah, I I just think... uh, I think he's. He, I think he's gonna go for at least thirty-five points, real-life points, and then you know, p- potential for forty. Uh, he's gonna put up double-digit rebounds. He had twenty-one rebounds in that last game, even though he struggled from the field. So uh, I don't know. I, I I can't fade this guy. I I really want him. He's he's really high on my list of of guys I want. So um and you can definitely fit in a couple of studs in, in this slate. uh you can definitely do that you can fit in two and if you don't go with joel and bead you can definitely fit in three if you go with some of the cheaper guys i'm going to mention you can also fit in three as well even if you do go with joel and bead so uh you can fit two or three uh star players and beads one of them for me i also like tobias harris on the sixers don't think i land him a lot because his salary is eight one um but i think he's a really safe bet i think if you're playing a cash game you know he, he's just a, a safe bet to hit value here this guy's um constantly getting in the mid 30s as far as DK points and the Hawks just have no answer for him it was kind of surprising to see with Joel Embiid struggling so much last game that the Hawks wouldn't go to Tobias Harris a little bit more uh he was having a pretty good game so uh I don't know maybe they look at some tape and they they do that a little bit more uh I'm not sure but 8100's a you know it's a hefty price tag I think it's a safe bet um that he will hit value uh it's just a matter of if you can squeeze him into your lineups and then I'm going to add Firkin Korkmaz, uh, which is a very fun name to say, obviously, at 3,800 as my third play. Firkin Korkmaz. I think you can, um, with Danny Green out, you're looking, this is really where you can attack and try to find some value. I think you can look at three guys. Really, you can look at Firkin. You can look at um, Shake Milton. You can look at Matisse Thiebel. Um... Firkin Korkmaz is the most expensive of those options. He does have small forward eligibility, which is the reason that I lean towards him. I do. I loved. I wanted to shake, get shake Milton in, but as I was trying to construct some lineups, I couldn't find a way that fit him in because he's just um, point guard shooting guard eligibility. So uh shake milton's at 3k uh so if you want to be a contrarian and, and you're in a large field gpp that's a, a guy i'd really heavily look at uh freaking 3800, thirty eight hundred uh but again he's got that small forward eligibility so like him a little bit more the other guy's tyrese Max, you can look at obviously and he's 3200 um you can look at some matisse, matisse Thiebel. uh that was the other guy i mentioned so there's actually, it's actually four guys um so it's three he's 3k um Thiable isn't getting a ton of usage, so uh MACD is probably the guy I'd go to over thiable. Um, thirty two hundred if it's um, if you literally only have 3k to spend between milton and diable i'd go milton um because it's just diable just doesn't have the, the usage he needs those defensive stats um so i like him a little bit more on fandle if you play over there uh, than i do on DraftKings, but because uh, they give a little a few another point for uh for defensive stats so you can put up you know three or four steals uh in a few blocks a block or two uh and really hit the value there but uh, that's not something you can really bet on i mean there's so much variance as far as uh when the defensive stats come so Anyways, moving on to the other game, the late game on this slate is the Los Angeles Clippers against the or at the Utah Jazz, and this is a game five, obviously, and it's a two twenty two total, and the Jazz are favored by three points, and it's a ten p.m. Eastern Standard Time start time. Looking at the injury report that just came out um, from last night, the Clippers uh, have Serge Ibaka out. He's been out, so he's going to be out. He's not going to play. And the Utah Jazz lists Mike Conley as questionable. That's a big one, obviously. Um, for me, if, if if Mike Conley's in, I won't look at all at Jordan Clarkson. If Mike Conley's out, I like Jordan Clarkson here to have a bounce-back game. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit more in a minute. But uh, but that's really what I'm looking at for Mike Conley. Uh, I hope he does play. And if he does play, I'll consider playing him. Um, if it seems like he's going to get his normal workload. But, uh, uh, but yeah, uh, anyways, moving on. Uh, for the Clippers, we've got Kawhi Leonard at 9,700. I like it. I love it. Um, Kawhi's really stepping up for this team, um, you know, the last couple games and, uh, he's just a beast, man. He's, he's averaging over 30 real life points, uh, in the playoffs and, uh, you know, people just constantly, constantly think that this guy, he's not as flashy as the other guys, right? So he's, it's constantly like, oh, um, people just, I don't want to say undervalue cause they don't. Uh, People like uh, Kawhi, but they just they forget about him. It's like he's forgettable. But he's at 9,700 for as far as salary goes. Is another guy here and on the other side of the ball. I'm going to talk about that. I like a lot more just because of that simple um, salary difference. But uh, I like some Kawhi. Uh, I'm probably fading Paul George. Uh, If you want to play Paul George, that's totally fine. I get it. Um, Paul George is at. 8,600. Um, I just don't think there's a lot of meat on the bone there. I'd rather go with, you know, Thiebel, uh, or not Thiebel. Boo wow. Tobias Harris, uh, 8,100. If I'm going to spend that kind of salary on a player, um, obviously they're different positions. So you'll have to work that out, but, uh, I'm just not, just not going to land on Paul George a whole lot. I can't play Reggie Jackson, uh, after that last game, he just, um, he wasn't looking for his shot, and he wasn't needed. Uh, and there's another guy I'm gonna talk about here in a minute, anyways. Uh, let's just move on. Nicholas Batum at 4600. I love Nicholas Batum. He started playing more minutes for them because they um, wanted to say Zubac, and uh, he started, and, and and he's been playing more minutes as they're winning games. So that's always a good a good. Uh, mix for a role player if your team is playing you more and you start winning games usually that trend is going to continue you're going to play in the, in the 30 minutes again here for for Nick Batum and I'm hoping that's happening 4600 he's gotten over 30 DK points in the last two games didn't even shoot it particularly well in the last one he just um you know put up other stats he, he has a, the ability to to um contribute in multiple categories he always has his his whole career so uh, I love Nick Batum at 4600 but I actually love uh, my favorite play in the Clippers is Patrick Beverly at 3k this guy's just a breath of fresh air uh you know they need a little boost um he's going to come in he's going to be a dog on defense he's going to be a dog on, on deny on ball denial and on, on ball defense that's his role he knows his role um does he have a lot of usage absolutely not but he is absolutely rock bottom pricing here at 3k played 20 minutes in the last one and uh starting to infringe on on some of that reggie jackson time 21 20 16 and 20 minutes in the last three games he's got a role and, uh, you know, he's, he's not putting up, he hasn't put up, he, he hasn't even broken 20 DK points, but uh, but you're going to need somewhere to, to cut some salary. Uh, Pat Bev is the guy I'm looking at because then I can fit, like I said, two, three studs, um, hopefully three, into my lineups. Um, and this guy, you know, he had four blocks last game. I don't assume he's going to have that again. I'm not, I'm not baking on defensive stats. Um, he didn't shoot the ball uh, except for once. He shot one shot last game. <laughs> he shot five shots uh, in game two two uh and three shots in game three so he's not getting a whole ton of shots but he can you know dish it out he can get some defensive stats um you know, it, it, is it a huge ceiling no but at bottom pricing we're hoping that he gets you know 15 to 20 tk points and we'll be happy with it so i love him i just think you know I, I love seeing him pop off the bench with the pep in his step uh just bringing the energy bringing the energy for the for the clippers and and uh, they're gonna need him in this one they're gonna need him uh, on the other side of the ball, though, my favorite play, probably, uh, of the studs for the night is Donovan Mitchell, 9K. It's just that that price, uh, compared to the other ones, lower, and this guy is doing it all for the Jazz. I mean, he's the engine that drives the, the Jazz offense. I mean, you can't—I uh, don't see how you can fade this guy. I don't see how you can't uh, get this guy in your lineups. I mean— um, he just, and, he, and the concern was obviously, is he going to be able to play on that injured ankle? And I think that last game really puts all those concerns to bed. I mean, he played absolutely brilliantly, even with that ankle injury. Um, so I don't mind going back to him. He had 53.25 DK points in the last one, 47.75, and the one before that. But he actually sat, um, I think it was the entire fourth quarter, but he sat with that ankle injury. So he was on his way to a maybe even 60 DK point night. He had 60 in the in game one. So 61.75 to be exact. So, uh, yeah, this guy, uh, this guy's, I mean, I'm I'm doing everything to get in my, in my lineup. I, I don't have to do a whole lot cause he's only nine K. Um, so yeah, I just don't see how you don't play this guy. Get him in your lineups. Enjoy it. The other guy I'm looking at on the Utah jazz, uh, I'm not looking at Rudy Gobert. He's really struggled in the series. He hasn't, uh, really had a solid role on the offensive side. Uh, just doesn't feel like they need him. Uh, to do much, I I don't know. I it just feels like he's having a, he's having a rough go of it. I, I expected him to really go off, and and uh, the Clippers really don't like their centers. <laughs> they don't like to play them even. So, uh, but it's just not happening. So I don't think I can go back to it, um, fade and go bare. But I do like some Jordan Clarkson sixty three hundred if Mike Conley's out. If Conley's in, I'm not playing. Jordan Clarkson 6300. It's a it's a pricey, uh, it's a hefty price. But this guy, we all we all know when he comes in, he's gonna get his shots up. If he if they're falling, he's gonna hit value. Uh, you know he struggled in that last one, three for 12. So I'm expecting him to have real bounce back performance. He's gotten up 18, 15, 16, and 12 shot attempts through the the first four games of this series. So you know I like him to to 10 somewhere around that 14, 15 shot attempt range, and a lot of them are gonna be from three point lines. So uh, if he can put up another 20-plus point performance. Is he going to add other uh, stats? Probably not a whole lot, but if this guy can hit, you know, 30, 30 to 35 DK points for us, then then we're golden. Um, he's hit 30 in one of the four games, and other than that, he's missed every other one. So it's a risky play, uh, but I like it. like it a lot. Um, if Conley's in, I probably will probably play Conley over him. But I'm probably not going to play either of those guys if Conley's in. I'll probably just play some Donovan Mitchell on the side of the ball. Uh, not really looking at uh, Bogdanovich. Not really looking at um, uh, Royce O'Neill too much. Uh, just to, just from the simple fact of other guys I'm looking at in, in those price ranges. If you want to go there, go there. Uh, definitely not looking at Joe Inglis. Uh, just don't think he's got a, a, as much of a role uh, as he had with uh, Donovan Mitchell out and uh, if he was, like, in the 4Ks, I'd look at him. He's 5'2", so uh, I don't know. I'm not looking there. But that's it. That's that's Those are the guys I got. That's, that's the two games. And, uh, yeah, sorry, I struggled through it a little bit here, but uh, stumbled over my words, but it's all good. We got through it. Uh, I'm going to give you guys my player tiers. For my expensive tier, I just, Donovan Mitchell, just play this guy. Um, you know, put up over 50 DK points in the last one probably going to do it again mike conley's out it's even better but even if he's in i mean mitchell's just fine he put up 61 in the first one so yeah uh play some donovan mitchell uh great value 9k mid-tier option i'm gonna go with my man clint capella i'm going with a two center lineup most likely i'm probably going to get uh joel Embiid and clint capella in there uh, but yeah, with Capella, I mean, you know, the most important stat here we're looking at is just his minutes play. He struggled with foul trouble through the first two. Last couple ones, he's really been in there and, and been able to hang in there and not get into foul trouble. So he's going to produce, especially in the rebounds, which they're going to need. Uh, and catching the alley-oops from, from Young and, and whoever else. They need him. They need him in there. They, they need him producing. So uh, 6,700 for Quinn Capella feels like a, a bit of a steal. For my value play. I am going to go with uh, eeny, meeny, miny, moe. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, I'm just going to go with both. I'm just going to throw them both out there. I like Nick Batum, 4,600. That's probably my solid one. And, uh, you know, again, he's just playing well as the Clippers are starting to win. Uh, Over 30 DK points in two straight games. And... I don't see a world in which he doesn't get, you know, at least 25, uh, DK points in the next one, as long as he's getting that playing time. So, uh, love me some Nick Batum at 4,600. The other guy is Patrick Beverley 3 uh, A little bit more of a risky play, but, uh, this guy's coming on at the right time and he's a baller, man. I just, maybe it's my Chicago uh, showing here. I, I you know he's a Chicago guy. So, uh, I just love him. I love his, his dog mentality. Um uh, I know other people don't probably don't like him, uh, especially if he's against your team. Um uh, but this guy is starting to get playing time over Reggie Jackson. So if we're going to speak just logically here, uh, no one else in that 3K range is really, um, really in, set, in line to get the, that, that playing time. Unless you want to go ahead and go Shake Milton or you want to go ahead and go, um, you know, the 3K guy. I can't remember which one it was now, but uh, it's not Batiste or Maybe it was. Yeah, it is Matisse Thiebel. So I'd go Shake Milton or Be- Patrick Beverly. I'm playing Patrick Beverly. If you want to go Shake Milton, I get it he's got maybe more potential on the, well, he definitely has more potential on the offensive end. Uh, I just think Patrick Beverly has more potential in the situation that he's in uh, and in the role that he's got right now. So, but that's it guys. I hope you liked it. I hope I didn't stumble up my words too much. I hope I made enough sense for you to follow along. Uh, But yeah, go, go crush some GPPs, win some money and uh, like, and subscribe to the podcast, please. And uh, if you are if you're you know, new to DFS or whatever, come get uh, come get the uh, DFS pass from Hoopball. It's really really cheap. It's a good way good good way for you to get into it. If you're a seasoned pro, good way to get for you to get in touch with some of the pros over here. At Hoopball, um, you know it's it's just totally worth it. So guys, uh, definitely check it out. And uh, that's it. Hope you have a good one.